0: Welcome to Sports Matters. I'm your host, Kevin Drake, and your other host, Mr. Matt Burke. Good morning to you. Good morning. I hope you're staying warm out there. This is the first time I've ever woken up in Southern California, go out to my car to turn it on and realize I don't have an ice scraper. My windshield was full with ice. (laughs) Yeah, stay away from the grass. There's
1: frost delays for sure. Today is not a good day for iced coffee. (laughs)
0: That's my lame joke of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's a good morning joke. You know, we got to keep it real here. But hey, listen, we got an intern in. Mr. Adam, your last name again? Doe, D-O. Adam Doe. And one thing he knows, he knows basketball. We're so delighted to have you on this morning. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you majoring in here
2: at at, uh, UCI? Uh, I'm a third year. I just transferred in this quarter. I'm a business... Business econ major. Nice. And, uh, I'm thinking about switching to poli side. We'll see. We, I don't know yet. Where, where did you transfer from? I came from the Pasadena area, so Pasadena City College. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. Nice. Well, glad to have
0: you here at UCI. I mean, I hope, hopefully you've having a great experience so far. I have. I have. Thank you. You have to be the luckiest man on earth because in the sense of UCI men's basketball, you're catching like Coach Russell Turner's tenure, which is his ninth season. I think this is by far the best season yet.
1: Oh, no doubt. I mean, by yeah. record standpoint, it's one of his better for sure. I mean, I can't think of any.
2: Yeah. Like I got to go through and look that up. but It's my first year of college sports, so I'm just really lucky to be witnessing all of this. Did oh, you, absolutely. Growing up in the Pasadena area, yeah. correct? Did yeah. you follow UCLA at all? Uh, not really, no. Just professional sports. So are you a Lakers fan? I am a Lakers fan. Well, we're going to touch
0: on that later on the show. You know, we got the segment how we're going to roll out here is obviously we're going to get caught up on a lot of UCI sports with the men's basketball team doing so well with a big win on Saturday night versus Santa Barbara. We're going to talk about the NBA All-Star Weekend because it's more than just a game of all the activities that go on. And then, yes, we will touch on some Laker talk. Absolutely. We want to see how they're going to finish out the 25 games. Tom and I had a nice talk about that the other day, so I'll share that with you on air. This is a good thing, Adam. And the good thing is, is that your first show will start off with 30 minutes, and that's a great way to kind of get acclimated, so that way you're more hands-on, and you really get to see what's going on. But so far, what has struck you the most about this
2: year's men's basketball team season? Uh, I've been to four games this season, and I just see them, like, they might be struggling a little bit before the half, and then during halftime, like, coach pulls them in, Tells them, like, what to change about their uh, their game. And then they always come back during the second half. Like, they always come back, and then they just end up getting the win. So that's what I like most about them. And also, like, Max Hazard, his three-pointers, like, from far away, like, best thing ever. (laughs) He's a deadly shooter from outside.
1: When he gets going, Matt, you know. Oh, I know. When he gets going, he gets on a roll, that's for sure. So if UCI... Wins one more game this season, it'll be Coach Turner's best record for the year. And that's amazing. That's a pretty safe assumption that they're going to win one more game of the year. That's why I'm going to be there this Thursday night (laughs) versus Cal Poly. He'll be his most improved, and they'll be his best team yet. So.
0: It's exciting times for UCI basketball, that is Oh, absolutely. This is the stretch run right here, you know, because after Cal Poly, they got three road games, and then they close out before the three nights in March, 14th, 15th, and 16th. Do you want to know why it's important to win now? It's huge. It's huge.
1: Do you want to know why, though? Tell me because if we win out, okay, or if we even if we don't win out, if we win enough games to finish first, okay, I think we would have the magic numbers like three. They would play Cal Poly. Now, if they finish in second, they would play Long Beach State, and that's important because we have not played Long Beach State all that well this year. That's that's a game that you don't want to play opening round. So that is it's really important that we finish it out strong, and I think they can. They're on pace They play they Cal Poly next. It's this, which is 1-9 in the,
0: the conference. Coach Russell Turner summed it up. You know, I'll just quote what he said, but he said, this team is competitive and they continue to improve. And the thing that we know, Matt, Coach Russell Turner has always preached defense. And he even said, like, even at the beginning, you know, the times that we're doing the press conference where he says, yes, I know the offense is going to struggle from time to time, but they give a valiant effort on defense from the first minute to the 40th minute or – Better yet, if it goes into overtime, they find a way to pull those games out. And this year, I've been really impressed with their overtime victories because they've been pulled them out in overtime. Yeah, I and mean, that what, defense keeps you in the game. What was the stat
1: yeah. early on this season when they hold them under sixty points? What's their record? Oh,
0: it's it's under Coach Russell Turner. Under now coach, it's probably yeah. like ninety-one and two. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> Isn't
1: that so, something, Adam? So no, whenever no, pretty, you pretty good. Yeah, they, they have a great half-court defense. If they can hold teams under sixty, UCI wins, and and that's the way that they should play think It'll be interesting going forward. I think they got the some of the more weaker teams in the division coming up, but that doesn't mean that they're not hungry and want to win by any means, but I mean so far so good.
0: You got to go into conference play and you got to smash all four games. I mean, when you're playing three games in three nights, that's what's so hard about these type of Division one schools is that you have to play this tournament and you have to sweep the three games and it's just back to back to back and you're playing these teams for the third time. If you do get Long Beach, it'll be the rubber match. Where the others, if they do just run the table, which I believe this team can do. The way they're playing right now, they've won eight straight. Their defense has just been phenomenal. But I'm going to talk about efficiency. I know you like Max Hazard, Adam, but yep. Evan Leonard, listen how efficient this this man was 7 for 11 shooting, 3 for 3 from downtown, 6 from 6 from the charity stripe, 23 points. That is, is just extremely efficient. And they yep. jumped all over Santa Barbara because Santa Barbara had a 17 7 record going into this game. So they're a pretty good team, and they have given UCI trouble in the past, so they really took care of them. If you look at their total team effort, 41 rebounds, 15 of those are on the offensive side, 6 block shots, 9 steals, but here's the kicker. Free throws, 20 of 24. That's good. That's what I love to see. Yeah, that's the the money stat right there. That really is. The three-pointers, they're only 5 of 17 in that game. It really didn't matter at that point, but if you're that efficient, and you're nailing your free throws. The field goals were twenty nine of sixty. They shot fifty percent from the field and we I can't
1: remember who said, but at the very beginning of the year, we said if UCI could shoot fifty percent and seventy five percent from the free throw line, they will win the majority of games that they play.
0: Hands down. And 20 out of 24 is just superb. It's got to keep that up. And, and they are. And this Thursday's one of the second to the last home game. So hopefully we get a nice crowd out. I know the game's going to start at 7 p.m. I think the game on Saturday night, I don't know if you were watching it, it started Not late. Really. Was it was really yeah, sick. That, that yeah. was like <laughs> 9 yeah. o'clock star. I was like, is this a rerun? I'm like, no, this is live. Jeez, I could actually watch the second half here. So I just sat down in the break room and watched the second half. And it, it was exciting. I
2: was just checking the scores, making sure like we were up by at least 10, like the whole time. And then I was like, okay, And then just went, <laughs> went, went back to bed. <laughs> Santa Barbara wasn't going away, but you know the the exclamation
0: point was Jonathan Galloway just cleaning up the glass like he does so well, just grabbing an offensive rebound with the putback, and that kind of put it back up by twelve. Less than two minutes ago, slammed the door on the game, and that's what I love about Jonathan Galloway and the entire team. There's just no quit in them; they just keep fighting to the end and never give up attitude. So, what is your
2: favorite thing about attending UCI basketball? I think my first reaction ever. Uh, I was sitting. uh basically the middle middle of the court, right? So you can see, like, the whole, whole play. First thing I noticed was how loud uh, Russell Turner's voice was. <laughs> like, I could hear him from the other side of the court just, like, screaming at his players. He's very passionate. Very passionate, man. Yeah, love that. And then the second uh second thing i noticed was like galloway i think he's the first player's name who like i i i learned like in the beginning i noticed like he he's the one who like does the dirty work inside the paint he would always like get the rebounds then put the ball back in get second chance points and then third thing is max hazard like his long distance uh three-pointer and then uh, out of the four games i've been to uh one the one game was uh with cal state fullerton i think and i just noticed they did a lot of like double teaming in the paint and then it caused a lot of like turnovers for our team but then in the third quarter a- like after the half uh hazard he just shot like a bunch of three pointers and then like fullerton could just never catch up from that point and then i feel like that's how we won that game it was exciting
0: by the it's, three right yeah yeah. yeah, but you know what? The one thing that Adam just brought up, a really good point, We're talking about Jonathan Galloway It's the first name that he really stuck in his head because this man is just a defensive stalwart. It all goes through him. He's the backbone of this team, and yeah. as is Elston Jones. When he comes off the bench, he does the same thing, so they don't miss a beat. So when those two guys are resting, one's in doing the dirty work, he's resting. The other guy comes in and does the dirty work, he's resting. And then there's his Energizer Bunny. You know who I'm going to say? Tommy Tom- Rutherford. Yeah, Tommy Rutherford just does. At all, this there's things that don't show up in a stat sheet what he does, but he's chasing for loose balls, he's going after those 50 50 balls. I mean, he's forcing turnovers. I just love the way he plays, he plays with such high energy. They played 10 deep. I think Galloway had the most minute this past game against Santa Barbara. I think he played 31 minutes, got himself a double double for the fifth time this season. Congrats, 14 points, 11 rebounds. So, if you look at the bracketology,
1: according to Joe Lenardi on ESPN. Uh, UCI if they win out they would play Houston I know it's kind of like a down the down the road if they they get to there but the, the fact that they're getting recognition and this kind of accolades is, is something that you should be proud of that they've had this kind of a season so far and I think that they're one of those teams that if you play 10 deep in the NCAA tournament you're gonna go far and you need good guard play and that's the one thing that we've kind of alluded to this entire season is like their guard play is amazing. Cartwright, you got Max
0: Hazard. Y'all saw work. you work
1: Evan that, that's Leonard, a
0: great guard play yes. right there. John Ecker Jr. I mean, you, you got length, you got depth, and all five of those guys have stepped up at, in critical games you know throughout this year. Is it's one of the five a hero I, in one of those games?
1: I think a, a low uh, kind of the under the radar. He doesn't play that much, but he's going to be good in the future. Is J.C. Butler? I think he's he's a really good yeah J C he's, Butler he's absolutely future for him for sure. I think that's, the the guard play is amazing for U C I and that that's going to bode well. And when you got a guy like Galloway, this is the time to be a
0: UCI anteater fan. And they're still all young. And that's the dangerous thing about this, Adam. When you try to game plan against U C Irvine, it's like who do you stop? You you are not game planning to like nope. uh, okay we got to we got to focus on Zion Williamson. We got to focus on yeah. you know these other big time players. You know let's make sure we slow them down when we have a chance to win. Yeah with UCI they're 10 deep and even if one guy gets in foul trouble the other guy steps up then the other guy steps up but now mm-hmm. what I've seen throughout the progression of this season is is that okay we had some transfers come in like Colin Velp that's another guy that we haven't talked about he's another big guy that does a little bit of everything but he's also got a deadly outside shot mm-hmm. and when he's on trust me those threes can be raining down with the style of defense that they play now they have all are up to speed. They're all communicating. They're all diving for those loose balls. They're forcing turnovers with their length. And this is why they've been in so many games. This is why they're winning a lot of games. And now the offense is starting to come through. So they're starting to get some consistency on offense, which is great because, you you know, when you put a lot of energy on defense, the offensive game is going to struggle a bit. But when you're running 10 deep, have those fresh legs out. And and that's where you really got to give props to Coach Russell Turner and his coaching staff. They just know, he just knows when to substitute. He's just a great X's guy and he just knows what he's
2: doing out there and he, he puts his team in the best possible chance to win the game. I feel like I've seen like play of the games from like multiple players on that team and like not just the main five starters, you know, like uh, the substitutes, like when they come in, like they do something really cool and like the whole crowd just like gets loud for them. That's what I like about them. Yes, and
0: I love the crowd energy too, and it's it's a lot of fun when you go to these ant eater games. It's very unique because I've been to a lot of other college games, but there's nothing as special as being in the Bren Center. It shows you how passionate the fans are. Yeah, you get some real good commentary from where we sit. Oh, we do. <laughs> I'm
1: not sure if it's from the women's basketball team or the volleyball. I know it's from one of the <coughs> women's sports team. One girl is
0: really hilarious. With, that's just behind us. <laughs> I, I love it. It's just so enjoyable. Those are the little things. So you know, even when I was brought up for the Australian Open, just like the Aussie fans, the things that they were yelling out, just as funny stuff but
1: yeah, I, I, I like yeah. don't want to turn around and smile and be all creepy but like <laughs> she's pretty funny. Yeah.
0: Well no, you have to you have to like smile laugh. I gotta give a shout out to our men's volleyball team. Ranked number three in the country. They are 13 and 2. They just started conference play. They're two and zero. Oh. and then Alexandre seconda he was 10 for 12 in kills with only one error. Joel Schneidmiller had 10 digs and they're setting up for a big colossal matchup Friday March 1st UCI Number three in a country versus number two in the country, Hawaii. So that's going to be a big game.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a big game. And this men's volleyball team has been pretty good over the years.
0: That's for sure. It's one of the better sports that UCI has. We're really stoked about the men's volleyball team. Like I said, they got a great matchup coming up on Friday, March 1st at the Bren Center. That's where the game is going to be played at 7 p.m. So hope you all can make it out there. They've also won seven games in a row. Wow. Whoa. Just so- keep smashing. As far as
1: baseball they opened up their season against Washington with a big Washington Yes. number 25 in the Nation Anteaters won 6 4 on Sunday which yep. was, that was So a big they took game. 2 out
0: of 3 in that two series 2 out of 3 in that series yeah that's a big time yeah.
1: that's a big time program That's a Washington nice that's is. a nice start that's and a that's a win. big
0: win Oh, yeah. Yeah. UCI men's basketball this Thursday versus Cal Poly. Be there. We love the energy from the crowd. That's our uh, six-man is the UCI Irvine's crowd. And let's segue over to the NBA All-Star game because I know, Adam, you you got, actually got to watch the game. I didn't watch much of the game. I just
2: saw a lot of the other activities. What did you think about the game there? I think they, they went back to their old way of like playing the game where you know they just do a lot of three-pointers a lot of like flashy dunks in the first three quarters and then the fourth quarter was when they actually started like playing defense for real that like LeBron 20-point comeback like I just knew that was gonna happen I'm a big LeBron fan just just saying but just to see all that happen like see his uh see him like lead his team to victory and uh see some like key players just like come up like clutch with like far, far away like three-pointers to bring them back into the game. It was like a pretty exciting thing to see. You know how I
1: feel about the All-Star weekend. There's no defense but it's starting to get better. I mean like the one year where they scored 193 points, I was just like Florida. I was like how do you score 193
0: points in a basketball game? Like what kind of scoring is that? I think the game's more of a—it's it, a show. Like Adam was just saying, for about three and a half yeah. quarters, they're doing all this fancy stuff, bouncing the ball up, you know, off the backboard, dunks, and all this fun stuff that the the young fans like to see. Adam does bring up a good point. Was well, seven minutes ago, then it got real.
1: Yeah, because they're then it got real. Online, you know, because that's Go. what
0: we want to see. We want to see the best in the world competing for something. I, I, yeah, I want to see the best basketball players in the world trying their hardest against each other. So Claudia Chamball, who's coming up next to Ask a Leader, she actually sent me a really nice article. I don't know if you got the email, too, from the New York Times. And it's actually a really good article talking about the All-Star Weekend. It's like, okay, we're talking a little bit about the game, and we'll continue to touch on the game. However, there's so much that goes on during the weekend. Right. And it's just in short, it's bigger than the game. It's, yeah. it's basketball. It's branding. It's business. It's pleasure. There yeah. was over 60 private parties that was going on, you know, let alone Michael Jordan had his own party. Everybody has their own party. So it's a lot of like uh, all these guys coming together, having a good time, wonderful fan experience. This, this is the time to get your autographs with all the, all the big names. Yeah. Get it, that Anthony yeah. Davis signed basketball. Get your LeBron James signed basketball. It's it's just so much bigger. And did you watch the uh, slam dunk contest? I did watch the slam dunk contest, but kind
1: of to go to your point about yeah. how it's business, when Adam Silver is rolling out the new things, the NBA will wants where he has a the jersey from the future where it has jordan's name on it and then all of a sudden it changes to curry like Mm -hmm. you can just buy one jersey and then change the name on the back of it i thought that was really impressive it felt like an apple unveiling like you're getting a new phone Adam Silver has done an amazing job in general to make this weekend very, like, it's fan friendly, it's player, former player friendly, it's just the community gets a lot of help too, it's like Second Harvest Food Bank was one of the people that were getting uh, charitable donations from some of the NBA players and volunteer time.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah,
1: so it's, it's a big weekend for everyone involved, so I think that, that kind of aspect of it is great and amazing. The NBA All-Star Weekend is more than just the game. Exactly. My thoughts on the contest were it's starting to become a little bit showy like the, they're bringing in a lot of these rappers it's like they, I think they dunked over Quavo and J. Cole in the, yeah, in the same yeah. one and I mean like we're jumping over cars like that when Blake Griffin did that that was amazing like the, the, I, I, the showmanship is has to come back well, right the,
0: I can't pronounce his name but he won the slam dunk contest he I'm jumped a dude, over a I'm diesel a dude, Diallo I'm he a, jumped yeah yeah, yeah dude, Diallo. Diallo he jumped over Shaq diesel yeah <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's come, cool. cool. come on that that's, cool. that's that's Pretty impressive, that was right impressive, there. but yeah.
1: like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, there were some really good dunks, but I think the bar has been set so high by Vince Carter and Jason Richardson that it's just like hard for me to look at it in like with a passive eye and be like, oh, this dunk contest is way better than back in the day.
0: E- even know? if you go back in the day when you're watching Dominique Wilkins versus Michael Jordan, that was just epic. One epic dunk after another. when back in the day, the dunk contest was a lot more than it
1: is now. But I will say if you I will get very invested if you give me a Zion Williamson, Giannis, Donovan Mitchell, Camdu Diallo. Let's just put the winner in a dunk contest. Those four would make me want to watch. like I'd re-watch it maybe. I think that would change my opinion on things a lot if
2: if people were, what did you think of the uh, dunk contest? Well, speaking of Giannis, though, like, it, did you guys you guys didn't watch the All Star like uh, main game, right? I watched the main game. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I saw the fourth quarter. Okay. Well, did you see the, like, Stephen Curry to like Giannis dunk? he
1: bounced it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I think a lot of people saw that, and, like, they're saying they want Giannis in the dunk contest next year against Zion Williamson. I I would watch that. I would make time out of my day to watch that. That is must-see
1: TV. If you put Zion Williamson, Giannis, I'll throw Donovan Mitchell in there because I think they had, like, a little Twitter back and forth saying if... Should I play in the dunk contest? Yes or no? Giannis tweets. And then Donovan Mitchell says, If you play, I play. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. I w- that's must see
0: TV right there. Yeah. Uh. Absolutely. I totally want to watch that. You know, that's also branding. That's branding their brand. And that's what's so great about the All Star weekend. And like to touch on what you were saying earlier, all the charitable contributions, a lot of money was raised over the weekend too. Like these private parties, they're parties for the players and coaches and agents i don't know everybody's just commingling together but there's a lot of good that's coming out of it. that's the beauty kyrie irving had said he goes it's just one big party over the weekend <laughs> and it's good because these guys are busting their butts you know all season long it's nice for them just kind of relax a little bit and appreciate the fans and have that interaction with the fans you know that's what i really enjoy about the all-star weekend and yeah, if you like the dunk contest some people love the dunk contests. But it's like you say, you put some of those fun names in there, that makes it just a little bit more watchable. Like, hey, I'll watch it.
1: I'll watch This All-Star game shows kind of like is the blueprint of how it should be done. But you also had a great segue into the future. And I know both of you are Lakers fans, so this gives me a great question for both of you. Vegas has put the odds on the Lakers not making it on the playoffs. Is
2: Vegas wrong? I got to go with LeBron. If anything, this, this would be his last year. I'm okay with that, but I think he can bring the Lakers to the playoffs at least one more time if uh, during his uh, tenure with the Lakers. At least one more time. At okay, one more time. There's 25 games left. What the what?
0: Lakers need to do, there's 25 games left for the Lakers to play. They're sitting at 28 and 29. Realistically, it's not a favorable schedule, but if they really commit to playing defense all the way through, whoever the sub's in is really committed to playing defense, going after those 50-50 balls, really focusing on a, a nice, fluid offense. And that's where LeBron James' game is great because he's an all-around player, and he can you know, really help the offense get going but these guys got to really buy in and and if they could finish at best with a 17 and eight record down the stretch i know matt's looking at who they got to play <laughs> no no i'm looking at the standings of the standings wh- oh you have- are so s- if they could go 17 and eight that will raise their win total to 45 and okay. 37 that could get them in the eighth seed possibly the seventh seed i mean really that's what the, you want the seventh seed you really don't want to face the warriors in the first round to just get a first round exit it's but it will give the young guys not. a taste. Right now, the Lakers are three games out of the play. True. And the, right now, the Lakers are four games out of the 6th seed, they would have to go seventeen and eight down the stretch, and they got some tough games. They well, got some big road games coming up too. They it's got been a, done
2: though. Go ahead. Em. They gotta hope uh, that like none of the main guys get injured yeah, either during during the well, last that, yeah. last run.
1: I see them. They could potentially end up as a six seed. I think the Spurs end up out of the playoffs. I don't think the Clippers
0: make the playoffs. I think they're in tank mode, and that leaves two open spots. I don't know if the Clippers are in tank mode. We know who who's in tank mode: Suns, Knicks, well, Cavaliers. I, well, the. the their trade deadline, yeah. so that it became yeah. it became this. If the Clippers
1: make the playoffs, okay, they forfeit the draft pick that they got from the Celtics. They
0: actually position themselves big time for free agency.
1: Well, yeah, that's what exactly it, and I think they will end up falling off because they just don't have the talent of. I think the Kings got better. I think the Clippers got. It. A little bit better by getting Zubak, but the Kings got substantially better in their moves that they made. I think the Lakers added what they needed to add the entire season, getting Mike Muscala and getting a shooter. I think they got better by doing and that. And Reggie Bullock. And Re- Reggie Bullock is a great 3 yeah. and D guy. I think they added what they needed for LeBron. I think this turmoil that's going on with Luke Walton plus LeBron is, is poisoning them. I mean, I it's coming about about from LeBron's
0: idea. camp. I don't know what's going on with that, but the thing is, he's here for the rest of the season, that's where the guy. Just gotta, LeBron's just gotta be that leader and just put his head down, make the other guys around him better start playing defense, really commit to the defensive side of the ball. I'm not saying that he's not playing defense, but commit to playing defense and you'd be surprised at the success they could have. At least get these young guys in the postseason, give them a taste of what playoff basketball is like, and then the Lakers can really position themselves in getting that big-time free agent. If they can acquire Anthony Davis, great, but not for the high price Adele Demps was asking for. I just thought that was ridiculous, which ultimately cost him his job. He ultimately, yeah, he, he That was acted just unprofessional. A, uh, yes. I don't care, mm-hmm. uh, not even being a Laker fan or no Laker fan, that was just completely unprofessional. You just don't do that. It just even though you got animosity towards a franchise, then don't talk to them. Just to string them along and be like, "Well, oh, I want five first-round draft picks, and well, oh, I want your entire roster." I, nope, that's not good enough. I'm Come all on.
1: for. I'm all for not talking. I think that would have been the better solution. Just don't talk to them. But the better thing is, don't talk to the media about what Magic Johnson is offering you. And that's why, if he would have not said anything to the media, he is still keeping his job. Absolutely. But because he went out and said he went to Brian horse and said what he said is like, yeah, I was never going to do that deal. I was just stringing them along that got him fired. And the other thing is telling what magic Johnson is offering to ESPN sources. I'm not sure who the
0: one broke it. Yeah. When there's a deal going on, you're not supposed to talk about yeah. it. So let's just say a confidentiality agreement.
1: Let's just say what came up with that. He went to, he personally smoke with them. Like that's just so unprofessional to me. And it makes sense. Why? But I don't think they're going to get Anthony Davis and it, nor do they need to, this is a reason. Realistic offseason for the Lakers. If they don't make the playoffs, this is a realistic offseason To the no make the, the playoffs or no make the
0: playoffs. They
1: got the team they got. they got the team they got. And this season is this season. I agree. And they I still think they could make the playoffs, but that's a different discussion. I think True. if you went this season and you don't make the playoffs, worst case scenario, right? They go out and they trade Lonzo and they trade Ingram and they get a halfway superstar. A halfway superstar is like a Vucevic they go out and get someone that's pretty good that can come play with LeBron, and then they go out and they sign Kemba Walker.
0: Okay, Adam, I got uh-huh. a question for you. So yeah. let's say the Lakers don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We're in the off season. Now they have cap room. They could easily pick up a Clay Thompson mm-hmm. if he wants to go come and play. LeBron, Kawhi Leonard could still come to the Lakers. I mean, so there's some big time free there's, agents out there. I'm not a lot saying of that, he, that he's going to the Clippers. Right, right. So we just don't know. But both teams have really positioned themselves. So it's going to be a little bit of battle on these free agents. But I want to ask, what you think the Lakers should do?
2: Okay, if we make the playoffs this year then I think they should just keep the young core and just hope they get better in the offseason and then hope that they can get, like, let's say they like fall out of the playoffs. I mean, uh, they lose in the playoffs, right? Then just ho- just bank on the young core getting better and better and better and then coming back next year and doing it again
0: without picking up a big time free agent cuz they have the cap
2: room to sign two big time oh, free agents definitely like try to try to sign someone this off season and get more help for lebron get more help for the team in general definitely
1: yeah. All these big free agents and the New York Knicks think they're getting two big free agents. The Clippers think they're getting two free agents. And the Warriors still have this cap space to re-sign Durant. And you have all these teams that have cap space. It's an arms race, right? The Clippers right now are a team that is wishful thinking for they could get Kawhi and KD. That doesn't take away from the fact that there is, what, seven teams that have enough money to get two max free agents. I think it's like a couple of them are like ridiculous. So it's like t- five legit contenders. True. Right, but It really comes two. down
0: to the player, but you know, it all comes down to the big market. Still, even though in today's world and social media and all that, you could play in the smaller markets, but L.A. is a great place to play. So it really comes down to Lakers, Clippers, buying for what free agent's well, going to work with their teams. To,
1: to that point, the two other teams that are on there that have two max contract space are the two New York teams. The Nets and the Knicks, so it's like you're competing. Well, the competition. The Nets competition got the pool Nets is have to lock up Russell. Well, yeah, I yeah. mean, but he's still on his. I, I, and the Knicks are in a completely. Contract.
0: They're they're in Knicks a competition a to get the number one overall draft pick, and they can pick up a big time free agent as well. But they just got rid of one of their big stars, Porzingis. That's what yeah. I'm
1: saying. Like the Knicks are a joke right now. Yeah. I mean, they if they don't go out and get someone, they are going to be in serious tank. But bugs. for
0: a free agent, a big time free agent, you want to go where the best chance to win. And I'm sorry, I think the Lakers are a way better chance at winning than the condition the New York Knicks in because it's still going to be a rebuilding process.
2: But then you got players like Kevin Durant who, you know, everyone's saying that he can't win by himself. So I think players like him, he might like think about like New York and think like, hmm, like, what would it look like for me if I go there and I, I lead them to a finals appearance and then I win for, like, New York?
0: Right. What LeBron did with Cleveland, I, I'm sure that's definitely on his mind. That'd be the next greatest challenge. But, that's if it even he, even he decides to leave Golden State. We don't know what's going on up there in Golden State. What I do know, Kevin Durant's one of the most efficient players in the NBA right absolutely now. Absolutely, yeah. And, and the clear. chemistry that he has with the Golden State Warriors is just, they're winning? Why break up a good thing? Well, I mean, the way to look at that is... If you're
1: going to leave, you're bringing another person with you because LeBron had Kyrie when he won his championship. The Warriors have had their guys this entire time. I mean, Michael Jordan had Pippen and Rodman. You need superstars to win a championship. Right. The you, Spurs had three it's superstars. It's still a team game like, so you need help. Absolutely. That, that's the whole point. Is If Kevin Durant leaves and goes to the Knicks and the, this whole thing
0: transpires, which I don't the, think it will. Even though Zion is going to be their one over draft pick, let's say they well, get him, he's still going to yeah. have growing pains in the NBA. He's still going to have a lot to learn. Yes, he's going to be exciting. He's going to be explosive. That's not a foregone conclusion. They yeah. could end up with like an R.J. bear They'll end up yeah. with one of the top
1: five right. guys, right? A Jay Morat. They'll end up with one of those guys but the thing is kevin durant goes there and be the guy on the team they're not gonna win i'm just saying like you need a team around you like lebron is actively recruiting superstars because he knows that he has one in kyle kuzma and the other two like brandon ingram needs to start putting on weight and he needs to start focusing in a little bit more on his game in the off season if he brings in another superstar the Lakers become what the
0: Thunder are. Okay. Absolutely, you know, yeah. and I'll tell you who else is surging right now, and they're even talking about this coach possibly being the coach of the year. Is the Houston Rockets, Mike D'Antoni? Yeah, they're pretty, surging a, right yeah. now. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is this is the great time for for basketball in general. I mean, for NBA, roughly about twenty five games left. So this is now where the cream starts rising to the top, and we're gonna see, you know. Which one of these viable teams is going to give the Golden State Warriors a run for their money in the postseason and possibly upset them? You know, the Houston, uh, they're surging now. They, they really pushed the Warriors to the limit last year. Uh, the, the Thunder, I think, are doing phenomenal. I think Russell Westbrook's doing everything possibly he can to help them win. I know his shooting percentage is down. However, he's distributing a ball really well. He's still grabbing those rebounds, and he's doing everything he can to help his team win, Paul George to me is like the MVP. That's tough. Who's your, your MVP? MVP?
2: I'd say Paul George right now. Yeah, Paul
1: George. I, you know what has James Harden has done is just been on. No, it's it's unprecedented. I,
0: I'd go with James Harden. Who would you? What go it was it? He had like eighty three or eighty four straight baskets made without an assist. Yeah, I mean, uh, without a assi- uh, assist
1: to him. I mean, how how many of I want to see how many missed shots that he has because that's the biggest thing. Is like, yeah, I remember one yeah. night where he scored forty and Clay scored forty on the same night, and you look at the difference between the two nights. It's like Clay was a seventeen for twenty, and Harden was five for twenty from three, and he took like forty plus shots. He so has a like, he has yeah.
2: a, a streak for like thirty point games still going on right it's now. It's still going on. I yeah. think
1: yeah. It, he is probably my pick for the MVP, and it, that's just, like, the safe play. I think Paul George, what he has been doing is incredible. A 40-point triple-double. I don't think James Harden has done that this season. Has he had a 40-point? No. He may have done it earlier in the Westbrook season.
0: Westbrook had a 40-point triple-double as well. But West, Westbrook is a triple-double machine. And I know he's been taking some criticism because his shooting percentages is way down, and his free throw percentage is down. I mean, he's only shooting sixty four percent, so something's off with his shot. But hopefully, he rectifies that in the postseason. That Thunder, they're gonna be a tough out.
2: Also, I don't know how long Harden can like keep up this style of play. You know, where he's just like so dominant on the ball and just like just. Sc- He's working way too much for the team. Like his team needs you're, to be. You're in.
0: right. And he could, he could get gassed. I mean, that happened to him a couple of years ago where he got gassed. Yeah. that That's a really good point you bring up, Adam. And, and you got Chris Paul there, too. So he's also can help distribute a ball, but you could really got to move that ball around, especially in the postseason because that's the one thing difference from regular season and postseason. And you see it time and time again. The Golden State Warriors, they could score points, but they're the best defensive team out there and they're going to take your best away from you they're just so hard to guard on offense. That's why they're Amazing, but they play really good defense. I mean, those quick hands that Steph Curry and Clay Thompson have—they're really good on-ball defenders. Kevin Durant is just so darn efficient. I mean,
1: it's just a perfectly built basketball team. I mean, you you look at it on paper; they're the number one offense efficiency team, which that means like they're basically beating teams on offense. They have more points per game. They're just so hard to guard
2: in general. It's like you have to pick your poison. Who's going to go off tonight? I think the Thunder will have the same opportunity to take down the Warriors like the Rockets had last season. I don't think the Rockets can, like, come back to where they were last season, like, in a in a Game 7 series.
1: That's, yeah, I, I'd say the Thunder are up there, too. I just, there's some for some reason, this Denver Nuggets team has great wing play, and they really are a team that should be looked at as, like, one of the better up-and-coming teams, and I think they are the team... That are best suited to take over for where the Warriors picked up, or from where the Warriors are going to leave off. Because right now the the, the breakup's going to come. They were never going to see this five squad team. Like I, I'm a Warriors fan. I have been since birth. Fun fact of the day: Everyone knows that who's listening. Like I love the Warriors. The breakup's coming. Eventually, whether it's this year or two it's years. It's true because or... yeah, the
0: player's going to want new challenges. you know. And I hear a lot. of all Clay Thompson is going to come down to Los Angeles. And I tell you what, if that happens, that's a great fit for Los Angeles Lakers because mm-hmm. you have a pure shooter and a guy that plays both ends of the court and Clay Thompson to run aside LeBron James. Now that just fortified your team. Here's the quote. And then you, now you got depth. Here's the quote from Clay Thompson. I want to retire as a warrior. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's supposed to say.
2: Uh, yeah. Is. I think KD would be the one to leave this yeah. year. Yeah. I think the others would just stay. I'd be that If KD joins LeBron in Los Angeles, woo.
0: Oh man, I, 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 that'll be the surprise. I would just be like, "What? He's not going to do that. He wants yeah. to be better than LeBron. That's why he's not going. to Well, do he's that. already he's already bested LeBron twice in the finals. So he's kind of gotten him back for the time when the Thunder went there, in 2012, and lost to the Miami Heat super team, or 2011. Durant's bested him twice back to back years, knocking out the Cavaliers. So who knows? I mean, Durant, if he wins his third championship this year? I don't see that. I think he's more likely to go to the Clippers than anywhere else. Or he could stay with the
1: Warriors. I mean, you can't rule that out. You just cannot rule that that out. Right now, it's like they had amazing accountants. That's the reason why they were able to build this team is they had amazing accountants. And and you had
0: Jerry West. And you you had Jerry West, who drafted well. And Jerry West prevented that trade from uh, Clay Thompson for Kevin Love. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. that was probably- he saved that He saved that dynasty. I know Jerry West of all people. Yeah, I love Jerry West. Okay, yeah.
1: and he is a representative of who now? Clippers.
0: Yes. Oh, I know. I, trust I, I me. Know. Trust me.
2: He's also That's that what I'm saying. Clippers Durant. are
0: positioned so well for free agency, but so are the Lakers, and they might get two different <laughs> players. Know, Kawhi man. could come to the Clippers if Clay decides to leave.
1: It's crazy in the NBA that the offseason is a bigger
0: talk. Exactly. On it's on the free- drama. Like it's play. all like, who's going to no. go where? That's why I love the NBA. Do. Yeah. Even way back when, when they first made the first dream team, we're like, we always fantasized, you know, Jordan, Bird, Magic, all on the same team, and it just and it was deadly. I mean, they destroyed the world. Well, we're, we're coming to an end here, but ladies and gentlemen, this is Sports Matters on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and you can reach us on SoundCloud, Sports Matters radio host, or just, you know, the easiest way to do it now. So I had Nathan fixed up our website. Oh, good. KUCI.org. Go to Show Schedule. There's two links. When it says read more about sports matters, SoundCloud to get our most recent podcast, or my URL, you click on that link. That takes you to all the podcasts on TuneIn. Very good. easy, super Very easy compatible to, use, yeah. to all smartphones and all that fun stuff.
2: PA or music show? Is that what you're, which one are you going for? PA, and I'll be the. Hopefully, I'll be the second sports show. Oh good, yeah. Oh good. He's going to be the premier basketball show. The yeah. Yeah. premier
0: basketball show of the NBA. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's going to be great for you, Adam. You know, we're, we're happy to have you on today, and hopefully, yeah. uh, thank you. You know, you you learned a little bit here. It's kind of nice too because we pretty much have this roundtable discussion. Oh yeah, we need more sports programs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, Adam and Matt. So I like to leave you with all sports matters.